Barbarians, and welcome to our next episode of Barbarians Incorporated, an Acquisitions Incorporated podcast, where we're playing through the adventure of the Wanderer, I think that's what it's called. Um, it's been a while. Orrery? Orrery. Yeah, that, that's Thanks. the solar system thing, yeah, model. the model. Got it. The little mechanical tech, 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 tech. Track oh, those are cool. I like Yes. Track it. Um, and because it's been a while, for all of us, including our dear listeners, we should talk a little bit about what happened in the we last episode. should. Last time on Barbarians Incorporated. So, I'll go back hella far, but I'll keep it brief. Um, you were employed by Acquisitions Incorporated to investigate a fissure that had opened after a strange localized earthquake in Waterdeep. Um, it became clear after some conversation that they thought you were much more seasoned adventurers than you actually are. And Jim Darkmagic himself encouraged you to take the job anyway, prove your worth, and get a foot in the door, basically. Um, you were issued an employee who is named Charm, and she's a kitty. Charm! And um, you went down into the pier. Um, but you were told by the city watch guard captain, who was there, that what she needed from you was to determine if it was safe to clear it out, like make it safe, um, and to look for two missing City Watch members who had gone down into the pit. After many rooms of traps and tribulations, puzzles and mummies, um, you found the body of Constable Boot, who was one of the missing watch folk. finger. Yeah, and his finger with his family ring on it. Um, you stashed the body so that you could bring it back up on your way out. Um, and then you kept going, and along the way you made some friends. So a goblin named Gorko Oh, Gorko! Oh. Um, a wizard or caster of some kind blessed by the dwarven gods, um, who said that he lost his adventuring party to the uh, carrion crawler that you fought in the room beyond where he was hiding. And you continued through the dungeon. You found a trapped little, very young brass dragon oh, named Dev Shabbat. <gasps> um, and that was so exciting. <laughs> and you've convinced both of them to go with you, um, continuing through into what looks like the final chamber, a terminal chamber in this um, set of tunnels that the fissure opened up into. What's the uh, the cat? Lady's name? Charm. Charm. Charm, that's right. Her name's Brutal Charm, but she goes by Charm. Yeah, and you do have all of your employee sheets and your maps and everything is needed. And Gronk was the... Gorko. Gorko. <laughs> Gronk plays for the Patriots. Gronkowski. Mm-hmm. Got our files and shit. Mm-hmm. Carl 14. Dab Shabba yeah. is... What's Dab Shabba again? Yeah, Dabshaba is a brass dragon wormling. Yeah, we don't have a paper for Dabshaba. It's at true. Least, at least in here, but he's not like an employee either. No. You've just convinced him to stay with you in the tunnels so far. Fair. But he got separated from his mother when they were chased by a green dragon. Aww. You are... On the other side, that's the last room, is this end one. Right there, yep, that's it. This one in the middle? Yep. Shaped like the end of a golf club? Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so looking in to that room, just to remind you, you see kind of a crumbling old chamber that has an altar against the far wall from the hallway that you're in. Above the altar, there's some sort of construct gear work mechanism, and the end of it, there's a massive mall. Just I would like to check for traps. <laughs> Look at if that is at all possible, because dear God. The wall to the left of the altar, uh, looking from Jessica's direction here, uh, has fallen in, and you see rubble spread across the floor. 
and near the altar, you can see a golden device that looks like an orrery housing um, that's kind of like beat up and broken a bit. Oh yeah, okay. There are exposed gears and spokes um, and some of its pieces are kind of scattered across the floor. And then splayed on the floor, on the ground, next to the device, is the corpse of a dwarf. In the southwest corner of the chamber, um, so over here, there is um, a muscular female human dressed in the livery of the Waterdeep City Watch. And her eyes are closed. She breathes deeply as though resting, but she's standing. As you kind of look across this scene, Gorko's eyes go wide as he sees the corpse of the dwarf. And he says, Karahan! Karahan made it here! Karahan. Okay. What, do we, we know her name, don't we? The... You do. Sergeant Tesh. Oh yeah, Tesh. Um, it, did she seem to be like asleep or like under some kind of a spell or something or she's just I mean the her breathing and closed eyes look as though she's sleeping mm-hmm. but she's in like a standing position she's resting does she seem to be leaning against the wall no she's standing straight up with her eyes closed taking slow deep breaths That's okay weird. cool um oh yeah awesome okay Let's see. And we're looking by by the there's the corpse of a dwarf. Yes. Like how do we know it's a corpse? Is it rotted? Is it torn to shreds? Is there a big pool of blood around it? Is it like I mean you know Wrangled what I'm horribly? Yeah. Can I investigate? Yeah, absolutely. Um so I'm just gonna roll a D twenty and add my investigation, right? Yeah. Because I know how to play this game. Absolutely. Yeah, you've only been playing for like two years now. I know, right? <laughs> uh, 17. Okay. I will give you some information in just a moment. And I'm, I'm kind of curious about uh, Tesh as well. Like if she has like dwarf blood on her. For the most part, the sergeant seems in like pretty untouched. Mm-hmm. Um, there are signs that maybe she had to have some fights on her way down here, much like you two have. Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing that links her to the body of the dwarf. Okay. Um, the dwarf looks like he was thrown or blown back into the position that he's fallen in. Okay. Um, the you know <laughs> the, uh, the, the the family, family guy posed yeah, yeah. He fall over. yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't have any obvious wounds um can i check for traps sure i mean your your role is adequate to okay. also do that so like especially if i see him looking like that i want to see if there's any right reason i can see that he's like that you don't see any obvious traps um, or anything that looks really like a trap, mm-hmm. you get the feeling that the clockwork device is protective of either the room or something in it. Um, I mean, it looks like a robot arm with a hammer, basically. Right. So it looks smashy, um, but it doesn't seem active at this time. Okay. It's just sitting there very still. Um, but beyond that, there, I mean, there's an altar. It doesn't appear to be trapped, but you always know sometimes it's good to be wary of such things, mm-hmm. uh, especially if the deity that it's dedicated to is unknown. Um, but other than that and the fact that you have, I mean, there's obviously some sign that something happened here. You don't know if maybe he died in the earthquake or whatever. Um, but then you have this weirdly sleeping Sergeant Tesh in the room, too. So something's going on in here, but you don't see any traps in particular. I think we should talk to Sergeant Tesh because we have apparent, possibly a source of first-hand information, Mm -hmm. like right there. 
So. Agree. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. All right. So I, Carl, 14, mm-hmm. will start walking towards uh, Sergeant Tesh. Okay. You walk towards her. She continues to breathe deeply. All right. And then upon reaching Sergeant Tesh, I think I'll, uh... So, I'm carrying my new plus one, um, or wait, long sword. I still have, that's a long sword. Yeah, you picked it up, but you didn't, you said you weren't using it right now. Right. I, like, stuck it in through one of my many belts. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't... For some reason, I thought it was a great sword. It's a long sword. My great sword is still, um, for all intents and purposes, sheathed. So, I'm not displaying any outward, like, arms right now. Okay. Uh, because she doesn't know me. And I'm very strange looking to so to someone who's native of this world, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'm aware of that. I don't want to alarm her. Right. Sure. But where where are you during all? Are you still scampering around investigating stuff, yeah, I think so. or are you like? I'm keeping an eye on what you're doing. Okay. Watching out, walking over there. But yeah, I'm still kind of checking stuff out. All right. Nearby. So. So Gorko runs over to the dwarf's body. He seems very upset. Um, he's kind of crying and like touching him over, but he's not responding. The dwarf isn't anyway. This is. He's dead. Ostensibly, Kerhan. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you would know from speaking with Gorko, you've been with him for a little while at this point, um, he has told you that Kerhan is the dwarf that kind of brought him in and taught him to embrace the blessing of the dwarven pantheon who has chosen him um and was teaching him common and things like that it seems to be kind of like a father mentor figure to him okay well are you at sergeant tesh yeah i'm standing in front of her and uh i'd like to take a very uh casual pose you know kind of a Lean back, arms crossed, sort of considering uh, stance. I want to do non-threatening body language, but I'm going to try talking to her. Okay. Because I recognize her from our quest, like, log, <laughs> quest text <laughs> document. Right. You know? And I'll say, uh, Sergeant Tesh, I presume? No response. No response. Okay. I wonder if a Warforged can snap his fingers. <laughs> like, if you can make a, you know, I guess... Maybe you do the motion, but you just make the sound. Like, <laughs> out of some speaker somewhere or something. Or just makes a clank, clank instead of a snap, snap right. kind of thing. So, after Warforged fashion... I'll uh, you know, wave a, a hand in front of her face and give a couple of snaps. Hello? Anybody in there? Nothing. No, it's like say it a little louder, you know, to see if it, you know. Okay. Nope. What are gotcha. you doing while he's trying to talk to Tesh? Well, I'm going to see what's going on, and I'm going to come over and kind of start sniffing around her and maybe give her a poke. All right. A little <clears throat> poke. So when you poke her... Her eyes snap open. Oh, shit. (laughs) Her arm goes for the mace at her side. Mm -hmm. And she lurches forward. I need everyone to roll initiative, please. All right. Mm, 17. Some condition or similar that gives me, like, disadvantage on initiative. Uh Uh-huh. Right now? No, because you guys have a long rest. Okay. So your buff slash debuffs are all gone. Got it. I thought, because I had a note here mm-hmm. for this. So this has got a big check, so I can cross that off here. So I just roll regular initiative. Right. All right. 
Whatever that is for you. Cool. It's plus two for me. And, and what is your total? 19. Huh? No, 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 19. Uh-huh. 19. Alright. No, 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 Wait for it to be like wintery. Oh, well, you just have to wait till tomorrow. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. No, but like to be all like, like with like a little mug of like, oh, yeah, hot chocolate playing DD and stuff. Oh, so listeners, Richard, who you will recognize if you're a patron from our Call of Cthulhu character creation, mm-hmm. is now stepping in to take on the role of Gorko, the goblin, who has just seen his mentor, Karehan the dwarf's body, splayed out on the floor of this chamber. He must there be is, a little broken up. Yeah. Uh, there is an altar on the far wall, um, some sort of mechanical device above it that ends in a mall, and a apparently sleeping while standing uh, city watch guard that these two have been sent in to locate. But she's not responding to anything they do. Um, But when poked by Duck, her eyes shoot open. She reaches for her mace and lunges forward. Um, Mm. We have rolled initiative. So we're just starting in combat, which is Rish's favorite time of day. (laughs) So Carl, you get to respond first. It's Rich 30. (laughs) <laughs> and what I'd like you to do is start with an insight roll. Okay. Insight coming up. Insight. Jug, jiggle, wugga. All right. That's a total of five. Okay. I rolled like shit. Yeah. No. Uh, this crazy bitch woke up and started swinging. What would you like to do? I would like to try to grapple her. Okay. Because Please. she's not in her right mind. She's a good guy, and we're here to rescue her. Mm-hmm. So flat out murdering her is a bad idea. Like your HUD's going through it. It's like yeah, murder. It's going through all the options, Terminator style. <laughs> Restraint. <and> like, yeah, <laughs> landing on grapple. And so that's what Carl does. It's like fifty-two percent. Yeah. Right. Sure. Um, you may roll either athletics or acrobatics okay. to try to grab onto her. I'm going to roll athletics to try to grab her and put her in a, a hold. Fair enough. All right. She's going to try. Oh, no. Okay. That's a 23, uh, ladies yep. and gentlemen. She rolled a six. Uh, so you rush in and grab her. What you notice is that her responses seem kind of delayed or slow. So it kind of feeds into this idea that you have that maybe she's not herself right now. Mm. Because everything you've heard about her, she is strong and capable. And she was not the one they expected to die down there. They expected boot. Boot. And he did. He did. (laughs) So, yeah. Or boot. (laughs) So so you are grabbing her. Is there anything else you want to do? Um, Constant boot. I'll, uh, now I'd like to try to talk her down, maybe, since I assume I have her, you know, like, grappled in a, like, from behind kind of oh, uh-huh. grapple. It's not like a face-to-face sort of bear hug type of sit. Sure, grabbing her around and, like, pinning her arms down and trying to talk to her. Yeah. Okay. She and, does not uh, respond to you when you talk. Okay. Just trying to tell her to ease down. We're not here to hurt you. And actually what you notice is that she continues to breathe in that slow, sleepy rhythm okay. throughout this whole thing. Got it. So then I'll talk to uh, companions uh-huh. instead, saying, I'm going to try to hold her for as long as I can. If you guys figure out what's making her do this, I don't think that she's uh, in control of her actions. Oh no, is she sick? <laughs> 
charm is just awesome. Uh, yeah, charm. I think uh, something's going on. She might be charmed or similar. Normally, I would laugh at that, but this seems very bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad, charm. See what you can do, huh? So after Carl, it is Gorko's turn. Oh. Gorko. Last week, Gorko. <laughs> hmm. Okay, so I don't have detect magic on this guy. But there is some arcana. Yeah. So I'm going to roll for arcana. Sure. Try to see if there's anything that I would notice. Sure. That would be used to kind of... Yep, you may roll either arcana or religion if one is better for you. You can roll wherever you want, but there is some extra space here if you prefer. It's up to you. I'm going to roll on this nice mat. Oh shit! Did it help? Who is this guy? Who is? I rolled above average. Also, he's not using his dice. <laughs> and they're not my dice. Maybe it's not my hand. Thirteen. Okay. She, her behavior, lack of response, and kind of slow responses, physically match up to you with someone who is possessed by some sort of. Spirit or entity. But it's something inside her. Yes. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Does anyone know how you break a possession? Well, I have um, limited telepathy. Mm-hmm. Do I, I need to wait for my turn to do something, though, don't I? Yeah. You are next. So Gorka is going to get to go first. Yeah. But you at least know... She, something is controlling her. Mm. With the 13, you're not sure exactly what or what to do about it, but you do know this is not her. Mm. And you weren't here when I explained it, but there is nothing to link her to the body of your mentor. He seems to have died of something else. So I'm gonna cast protection from evil and good. Haha. On her. Okay. Since she's already possessed, the target has an advantage on any new saving throw against the relevant effect. Nice. She's a fighter. All she right. might pull out of this. So we might be able to get her to push the spirit out. All right. It is not yet her turn, but that is very good to know. All right. So, Duck. You've seen Gorko cast a spell, a shimmering light, and sort of a glittery sigil of like a hammer and anvil appear above Tesh's head. Um, what would you like to do? Um, so you have, uh, Carl 14 has her kind of restrained, right? Yeah. Does she still have her mace? It's in her hand, but her arms are pinned down right now. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, like okay, so how does how does my telepathy work? Like, can I? Um, you can choose to usually mind talk. Shut up, Rich. Can I? Like, I'm wondering. Like, can I? Like, it's only like one way. Like, I can just kind of like tell her like to chill out. And, like, no, she can talk back if okay. she's able. Can yeah. I? Like, can I kind of see if I can see what's going on with her and like kind of just like send her like sure good vibes. Like, we're here to help you and just chill the fuck out, lady. Sure. And so see what's going Facebook on. What are, yes. How do I roll for that? <laughs> well, so you can just do it, but because there's something going on, mm-hmm. I'd like you to make a persuasion roll. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, dear. Is it a natural one? What is it? Is it? Is no, it? It's a seven. Oh, it's a seven. Just kidding. Wow. Uh, Eleven. Okay. So... You, what do you say? I need my doctor. Uh, I just specifically say something? Well, you're communicating with her. Telepathy's kind of like having a conversation with someone, it just happens in their head. Um, I just want to send her good vibes and be like, we're here to help you, like, just yeah. relax, like, what's hurting you, like, that, or what's controlling you, what's going on. Right. All right. So you're asking sort of like, you're, you're getting her, her history. Do you want to talk about yeah. your <laughs> You're, um, you're literally sending her thoughts and prayers. Yeah. <laughs> I am sending her likes. Yeah. No. Um, just, I want to send her like a little blue thumbs oh, up. Thumbs thumbs thumbs. Yeah, a little thumbs up. Um, so with that, oh, I will say 
like you say it, and at first it's almost like saying something into a cave. It kind of echoes Ooh. back at you. I don't know if this matters. Mm. It says I have proficiency in persuasion skill. Does that mean anything? Um, it just means that it's added to your okay. modifier, so you're good. Um, mm. And then, after a moment, you hear a voice respond. Mm-hmm. It does not sound like a woman's voice. Um, it's sort of an echoey, uh, deep voice. And it says, Oh, one of my creations. How interesting. And then that's sort of cut off by a more feminine voice that says, Get me out of here. Oh, that's really, that's like really kind of scary and creepy. Mm. Uh, how Halloween-y appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so is that all I can do? Cause no, that's prepared? just talking. Talking's <laughs> free. What do you want to do? Well, I want to tell her to fight it. Okay. I'd like to try and try and come to us or get away from the thing or whatever. Okay. Can I talk to that, that other voice? You can try. Oh. Yeah. I want to ask who it is or what it is. Dude, she did that thing. Did you see she's like did that thing with her hand? She's like, hmm. <laughs> You're about to get fucked up, little green thing. She did the, you can certainly try. Hands. Yeah. <laughs> no questions are below my interest. I would be offended if it were in my nature to do so. What the fuck? How creepy. You may roll a religion check if you like. Okay. I shall do that. Mm. If I can find it. Okay, so religion. Okay, so. Let's see. Uh, I just lost it. Nine. All right. This thing is creeping you out. Uh-huh. Um, you're not sure what's going on. It's talking to you like it knows you, <laughs> but you're not sure why. <laughs> uh. Yeah. All right. It's Charm's turn. Is there anything that you would like Charm to do? Um, do you have her sheet? Yeah. It's right here. <laughs> Thank you. Charm. You're so pathetic. Heals and spells. Heals and spells. All right. Um, yeah, right now she has guidance, resistance, and cure wounds. Can I, like, have tell them, like, there's another voice in there? Mm-hmm. Like, I hear yeah. something else, like, just so everybody's on the same. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh... I can't see anything that Charm would necessarily do to help. Anybody? Anybody? She does have melee weapons if you want her to run in, but otherwise, yeah, she's mostly there as support. Yeah, I, I don't see anything specific for her that, like, would would help out. Could she just take the disarmor? You can have her run in and try to grab the mace. Just in case. Yeah. Not to say that Carl 14 doesn't have a good lock on her. I mean, grapple could, yeah, I could lose. Can she help provide some insights on what it might be that's possessing her? Sure. You may (gasps) ask her to look into that. Absolutely. Let me see. It's a cat lady. She is a cat lady. Um, so... Charm runs in, grabs the mace out of Tesh's hand. It's like, this is, this is my knot. I hold on to it for you until you're feeling better. <laughs> but guys, guys, I think, I think maybe this has something to do with the, the thing that, you know, you had to go through the pools for. Oh. Thing we had to go through the pools for, and I'm like making that old hard drive sound while I'm like trying to think about. <laughs> like, yeah. So the <laughs> the test of the pools was um, a test for that which endures. A strange deity slash creator of the once goblins, now your people, Verdan race. Do I know that? Like, do mm-hmm. I know? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I would say that then. If I knew that. I yeah. wasn't sure if I knew that or not. Yeah, that thing. I don't know a lot about that which endures, but I'm pretty sure all of this is linked. So what do we know about that? Um, not a lot. 
This is a very strange, mysterious, almost like hands-off sort of deity for the most part, but recently, especially with the creation of the Verdan and things, it seems to have been starting to work in the world. Um, but knowing that, um, and knowing it seems to be controlled in this strange room with this altar, you think maybe moving her away from it could be helpful. Away from the altar? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell Carl that. All right. Um, so that's Charm's turn. Now, it is Tasha's turn. She's going to do a couple things. Go to the light! <laughs> Ta-da! Um, huh? Okay. So, she has advantage on her rolls against that. So, you see, as you're holding her, her eyes start to focus. Um, she looks at the goblin in the party. She goes, thank you for your help. I thought, in my head I heard, it sounded like a dwarf, I'm sorry. I, but, and then like her eyes go out of focus again. Um, but she is still in your grasp. She has not escaped it at this okay. point. Cool. Um, and then there's a mechanical whirring sound as the gears and struts of this mechanical arm holding a mall begin to move. It seems like it's warming up. Okay. All right, and we're back to Carl. <laughs> if there's ever been a sign of it being time to get out of town, <laughs> <laughs> that thing warming up is it. Come on, people. Let's hoss our freight. And with that, he will uh, pick um, Tesh. Tesh up and start to walk her out of, like, towards the way we came in. All right, make an athletics check. Hell yeah. I will make an athletics check. We're looking at 21, people. Boom. I didn't roll a uh, Tennessee 1, a.k.a. a 7, like Jessica did. (laughs) Is that a Montana 1? A Montana (laughs) 1. Montana 1. Oh, no. My next character. (laughs) We've got... A queen's 20, a gentleman's 20, and now we have a Montana one. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, so you are able, like, there's a little bit of struggle, but it almost seems like she's struggling against struggling, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, as you carry her, let's see, how far, how far is your movement? My movement is 30, walking, but I don't know how fast I can walk carrying uh, a meat sack like this. I mean, it's not above your carrying capacity to to hold her. Um, if you use your entire turn, like, do not take any other actions, you could move out of the room. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, making a beeline for this entrance, which is now the exit. Um, and I just told everyone else, like, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm kind of slow going, you know? So. Yeah. No, you're just walking out of the room. Uh, as soon as you get past the entryway, you feel her body sort of slump in your arms. And she's like, oh, thank you. I couldn't, I couldn't control. Uh, don't, don't touch the altar. If I let you go, are you going to be cool? I, I, nothing affected me until I moved close to the... I was trying to inspect the rooms to see if I could figure out what this was. All right. Well, hey, good enough. If it comes down to it, I'll see that you have a good death. And with that, I'll let her go. Okay. And she kind of, like, sips and sort of checks herself over, you know, like, while the keys, like, spectacles, testicles, all that stuff. (laughs) Oh, our friend has your mace. She, uh... Grabbed it for safekeeping. Oh, hello. Are you feeling better? (laughs) Are you allergic to rooms? I don't know. I've never heard of it, but it could be a thing. (laughs) Thanks, Charm. Quite charming. (laughs) I'm charming. (laughs) Um, So that's Carl's turn. Gorka, it is your turn. The one's out of the room. She seems to be doing better. But your mentor still lies on the ground with the remnants of this, like, 
gold mechanical device near him. You don't recognize it. It's not something he came in with. Hmm. Just go for it. <clears throat> what would Gorko do? That is the question du jour. I don't know if it's in his character, but let's try to drag his mentor's body out. Sure. All right. Um, just to see how far you can get him, go ahead and make um, an athletics check. Athletics. Roll well, Rich. Nope. <laughs> um, I, I got say... the Montana one. <laughs> <laughs> so, Charm sees you go for the dwarf. Yeah. And I mean, she says, Don't worry, buddy, I got you. <laughs> and you may roll a d4 and add that to your total. Oh. Montana one. <laughs> That's, That's a, a one one. one. <laughs> <laughs> so it's an eight is what we ended up with. Uh, oh no, no seven. seven because you have a minus seven. Have a minus yeah. seven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're able to kind of hoist him up and go half your normal movement speed mm. towards the door. Okay. So you're sort of dragging him, but you can't go very quickly. Um, I mean, he's a dwarf. He's probably he's, bigger than yeah, I am. He's stout. Yeah, he definitely weighs more than you. You're straining. Like calling out to the dwarven pantheon to give you strength. Um, <laughs> duck. On fat beard, on braid mustache. You see Gorko <laughs> is trying to pull the dwarf to the doorway. When he does, like the dwarf's boots sort of like knock and scatter some of those components aside. The mechanical arm is still whirring and beginning to move. He's, he's dropping like runes? Or they're kind of falling well, off. Well, it's or? just that he's kind of knocking it aside, like with his dead foot as he's being dragged, because there are all these kind of gears and bits that look like they belong to this housing. So they're like loose parts? Mm hmm. It looks like it was dropped or hit, and some of the parts have come off. Oh, so it's something that was part of this altar thing or something, or part of the. It's not, you're not sure. Did I hear I Tash say not to touch the altar? Yes. yes. Yeah, because she was pretty adamant about that. Then I won't touch it. Then I'll see if I'll help. All right, you have advantage on your athletics check to try to help him move the body. The two smallest characters moving the door. That's um, not my turn yet. I know, I know. No, I like the idea of you saying, like, keep going. <laughs> Lift with your legs. Just pour I'm going to talk to you about that when you're done. <laughs> Is that what I sound yeah. like? <laughs> no, it's just we were doing that voice earlier oh, right. in the chat, so now it's in my head. Okay. Okay. Need thirsty and get some water. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta hydrate. Uh, 25. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so you guys are both able to be take an end, basically, right. and kind of, like, hammock him out slowly of the room the rest of the way. Um... And it's Charm's turn. Job. And she goes, guys, do you think that thing is important? I can use my feline grace to get in there before the robot arm can do anything. I do, I, it's a thing. We are very fast and sneaky. <laughs> well, I don't like to put much stock in stereotypes, but uh, if you think you can pull it off, by all means. All right, B. Oh, and she thing. kind of like pulls up her skirts <laughs> and like kicks her boots off and like spreads her little toe beams on the floor. And she sprints in and like gathers up all these shinies, like puts them in like her upper skirt, right? And like runs back out. She's like, guys, I did it! Did you see me go? And then right after she leaves the room, the big mall goes kaboof and the whole ground shakes. But not on her, right? Nope. Okay. She gets out in time. Um, and then as soon as all of you are out of the room, the uh, arm kind of goes back into its starting position. Hmm. So this robotic arm, does it like, look like a crane or whatever? Or does it look like a, like an actual human arm? No, it's definitely like metal struts and gears and stuff. Like more like a basic sort of hinge mechanism with weird yeah. pistons and things like that okay. uh, positioned above the altar. The backhoe sort of thing. Mm -hmm. type exactly, of deal. yeah. Okay, just curious. <laughs> Is there anything else you guys want to try to do in this room before you start heading back out? So, 
Gorko and um <laughs> Dash? Duck. Duck yeah, managed to get Kurhan out of the room. Yes. yes. And Charm got the pieces yeah. of the uh, in her overskirt. Of the apothecary or orrery. The worry. Uh, orrery. Orrery. What a word. I know, right? I know, it's a fun Alright. So what's a Gorko's voice like? Uh is it rainy as usual? Yeah, well no. Oh no. It's it, it's funny, he has or is two it the wow voice. No, he has two voices. I got what you need <laughs> <laughs> Time's money, friend. Uh no, it, so when he's trying to speak common, it's very gobbo, kind of like you're used to from Rainy. And then when he's speaking goblin, he's, you know, quite loquacious and he's very well spoken. Yes, and splendid. No need. It's, it's, it's really. It, it's because he's still learning common, so he doesn't speak it as well. Ah. Speaks it with a goblin accent. We're no longer in initiative order. Things seem to have calmed oh. down. The ground is no longer shaking. Okay. Um, I guess I'll ask uh, Tesh. What What were y'all doing down here? First, first of all, let me back up. I'm Carl. This is Duck. Scorco. That's Charm. Hello. <laughs> Duck and I were hired to find what became of you in Constable Boot, but. Uh, what, uh, what? Yeah, we Can you bring us up to speed here? Boot and I were sent down here to investigate after the earthquake. The floor beneath the warehouse opened up and it looked like there were tunnels down below. So we were sent in to, you know, clear the area, make sure there's nothing dangerous. I mean, as I'm sure you're familiar, Waterdeep is on top of many ancient ruins and tunnels and weird things built by ancient mages. Uh, so, you know, when these things happen, we have to go down and make sure that it's safe. Um, we got split up in one of the rooms. He vanished through a door by some magic. Uh, I kept going on without him, to be honest. I wasn't expecting him to do very well, uh, so I wasn't going to worry about it. I just needed to do my job. Um, and when I got here, I saw the dwarf with the gold box, and he told me he was trying to figure out how to break it, that it was too powerful. And I went up to check the altar to see if I could figure out what this place was, and. That's the last thing I remember. Well, all right. As far as Carl's concerned, mission accomplished. We've done our job. Yeah, like so. in your head, you hear. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. But I don't have any internal drive. Well, I do have several internal drives, but I don't have any impetus to continue to do any other stuff because our assignment was find out what became of the two guards and mm -hmm. we have right so really the only thing i have left to do is get retrieve constable boots remains and return to the surface um but that said if anyone else wants to propose a like we should do x y or z or whatever i'm not opposed to it i'm just saying i'm not gonna propose any additional activities. Well, you know Carl, he's very... Yeah. Do I still have... I have the ring, right? Yes. So I'm going to give it to her. Okay. And tell her that we found Boot and he didn't make it. Um, I can't say that I'm surprised, but I'm still sorry to hear it. As awful as he was at his job, he did <clears throat> care about it. He was very proud. It was a real comfortable he was. <laughs> Never leave a man behind. You know, we stashed his remains so that we could bring him back to his family. And uh, on the way back, I'd like to see to that. I I think that would be ideal. Uh, his family would appreciate a proper 
watch funeral for him, I'm sure. The 21 crossbow salute or something like that? The twangs can be heard for miles. <laughs> it's truly a glorious experience. <laughs> All right. And then some poor goblin in camp on the other side of the wall. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, no, it's happening again. Get again. <laughs> <laughs> We keep killing City Watch to show them that they should stop, but they keep doing it. I there's a pattern. Failing our investigation rules. <laughs> Poor stupid so, Is there, um, c- can we wrap up the dwarf? Yeah, absolutely. We wrap him up? Yeah. Like a know. mummy? Well, you know, so he's not just, well, we're dragging him. Oh, so he's not just this <laughs> grotesque corpse? Yeah. But make a little. In the family guy? Bindle. Yeah. <laughs> a little bundle. Starting to let Rigger set in <laughs> he's with not, him all twanged out. He's not like, uh, dead Rick buried in the backyard. Yeah. All gross. <laughs> mangled. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You see that back there? All right, so you are able to kind of do like a sort of funerary <clears throat> wrapping of the dwarf um, in some spare material and things that you've been able to put together. You're able to retrieve the body of Boot where you left it in the spider hole. Um, wrap it up the same right. the same way. In his watch cloak. All right, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Ah, uh-huh, yeah, it does make yeah. sense. To Not like off. a mummy. Jeez. You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. you strip I'm the bandages familiar. off the mummy. <laughs> it's this horrible rotting corpse underneath, and you're like, oh, squishy bandages. And you're <laughs> yeah. I'm not familiar with you squishy types customs. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, so they're both wrapped in a very respectful way, and you're carrying them up to the surface, especially with the help of uh, Tesh. This is made much easier since you and the cat are all very small, so you have two big, muscly things and, and three little guys. Um, <laughs> but Charm is, like, you know constantly casting spells to help you with your ability checks and things like that. She's like, oh, keep going. Great job carrying everyone. This so, so good. So you're professional. You could do this for a living. It's very good. So it came up earlier where I was like, Rainy's voice for charm is amazing and I love it. And everyone was like, no, Rich could do that voice. Well, it wouldn't be that different. I'm like, what do you think? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, she'd end up sounding like uh, like your old character. Balfour? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is just right. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Hello, I am Balfour. <laughs> Suddenly worship Bahamut. Bahamut. <laughs> and you get back up to the opening of the fissure into the the dock district where the warehouse is and Captain Truff is waiting for you and she sees you and she's like oh thank goodness you're done and then she sees Tesh come up um, carrying a body wrapped in a watch cloak and she's like oh I was I was so concerned they wouldn't locate you and I'm sorry to see things went unwell down there is it is it safe? Is this area... Can we reopen it or... No. And Tasha's like... Everyone's all shaking There's something down there that we still need to secure. Old, ancient things in the ruins under the city. Uh, What's it called? The one who endures? That. Which endures. I'll pop that though. Mm-hmm. The one who endures! That one endures! That name is coming up more and more often these days, although I can't say I know much about it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you've done what was asked of you, let me in. She takes out the paperwork and she signs it. She's like, my understanding is you must bring this back to your employer for payment. Ah, uh, yes. Cha-ching! You should uh, see if you can get that dark magic guy who gave us his job. Check this out. He seemed pretty handy. I mean... Magic, after all, is in his name. And she laughs and, like, blushes a little bit. And she's like, oh, I don't know how we could ever get someone 
quite as, as fine a wizard as um, I. We well, should report back immediately <laughs> to our superiors, uh, but I'll make sure to leave guards here just in case. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, you might want to rope this whole area off. I mean, <laughs> it's uh, pretty dangerous down there. And you can see, like, uh, like her sleeve rides up a little, and there is like. You know, like, when someone gets someone to, like, sign them with a Sharpie and they get it tattooed? <laughs> and it says Jim Winks on the back. All right. Hardcore. Yeah. Well, with a little yeah. heart. With a little heart. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, and so, as you start to head back, um, charm fidgeting with the housing of this device, kind of putting pieces back on and things like that, you see a, a group of thugs. Tufts, if you Tuffs. will. Tufts. Tufts. <laughs> Two hutes. Good heavens. Start to approach. And you can see these very telltale like tattoos and markings on, like they're all wearing like purple and yellow. And one of them has like these eye shapes like tattooed all over their shaved head um, and they draw weapons and you see Captain Truff and Tesh look up from behind you as you guys are starting to walk away and they're like Xanathar's Guild and they move to engage um, and that's where we'll go ahead and end for today is with this Tufts trying to ambush you guys as we're heading back um, but thank you so much, Barbarians, for listening. We hope you enjoyed this return to Barbarians Incorporated as they've now exited the fissure, finally. Um, and I will tell you, at the conclusion of this next fight, you will be level two. Nice. No way out. So until next time, oh, everyone, just. spend your rage wisely. <laughs> or roll a Montana one. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. <laughs> ah, thanks.